Well, praise the wonderful name of Jesus, everybody. Hello. Welcome once again to another service right here at Kingdom Rock Family Worship Center. I am so excited that you decided to join us once again. And boy, let me tell you now, the Lord has a word in store for you. So I'm thankful that you are there. Kingdom Rock, we love you guys so very much. And our online community, we love you guys so very much. Thank you for your continued support uh, of the ministry as we continue to push the gospel of Jesus Christ all around the world and, and help ministries also and different organizations like the Food Bank and, and other homeless shelters and orphanages. And there, there's a whole lot of need in this world. So this is why we say when you give, people live. Hallelujah. And part of your giving as well keeps us right here in this pulpit, keeps the radio stations going, the Roku, the YouTube, um, Vimeo, all the other platforms that we have. So thank you, thank you, thank you for hearing from the Lord in your giving. And let me tell you right now that because you have given, once again, people are living. People are living and lives are changed, are being changed all around the world. So I thank God for you and we're believing the Lord for your 100-fold harvest of return. Now we know we don't give in order to get, but you'll have to receive in order to give again, in order to release again. So I just pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus for, Father, I pray right now, I feel this, Father, I pray right now that you would bless the giver 100-fold in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray that you would bless them, bless their families, bless their communities. And Lord, I pray, as we as written in Psalm 91, that no evil will befall them, neither shall any plague come near their dwelling. Father, I pray that you would strengthen them, heal them, and deliver them. And I pray for great joy today. In the name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise God. I'm ready to get into the word today. Hallelujah. And I pray that you are too. Let's go back in the series, God's Divine Protection Plan. Psalm 91. We've been in this for quite a while. And I think this is episode or, or part number 11. It could be 12. It's one of those. You'll, you'll know what it is. But uh, we're going to go right back in it. Now, as has been our pattern, we're going to read all the way through Psalm 91, and then we'll take up uh, what we left off on last time. All right? So let's go ahead and read it. It says in verse number one, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that waits, wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. 
They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Glory to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, let's go back now. I want to remind you once again of Hebrews, the fourth chapter. And before we get that, before we get that, let's go ahead. I want to pray over the word today. So please uh, help me pray once again. Thank you for your financial giving and thank you for your prayers. Let's pray. Father, I pray in Jesus name that you would just lead us in the word by your spirit. We receive your teaching. We receive your presence even now. And Lord, we pray that as the ministry goes forth, let signs and wonders follow the ministry of your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Ah, thanks. All right, Hebrews 4th chapter, verses number 1 and 2. It says again, Let us therefore fear, lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached, as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Remember, that's our warning for this series. You don't just want to hear, oh, that's really nice, but you don't appropriate it for your lives. No, you're going to have to take the word and mix it with faith. As a matter of fact, uh, this is what you need to do. When you're, reading, when you're reading over Psalms uh, this week, over Psalm 91, and I pray that you're doing it at least one time a day, make Psalm 91 your confession. And when you do that, I want you to include yourself into, the, into uh, Psalm 91. You can say your name or you can say me. If we go back to verse number, as a matter of fact, let's, let's continue on. And we're, going, we're going to go to verse number 9. Let's read verse number 9 again. It says, Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. Now, let's look at that. Now, this is what you're going to do over the entire psalm throughout the week. You're going to say, as, as we look at verse 9, it says, Because thou hast made the Lord. So instead of saying, Because thou, say, Because I. Does that make sense? Because I have made the Lord which is my refuge, even the most high, my habitation. Does that make sense? So you're going to do that. Even in um, verse number one, it says, he that dwelleth in the secret place, you say, because I dwell in the secret place, I dwell in the secret place, I shall abide under the shadow of the most high, or I abide under the shadow of the most high. So you can say, the Lord is my, I would say, I can say, the Lord is my shield and buckler, or you would just say your name. I would say, um, the Lord is Mark's shield and buckler. Does that make sense? You put your name in there. You declare this psalm over your life. 
because the Lord is talking to you. So you put yourself in there. So you use those words, uh, those uh, pronouns, I believe, me and my. You put that, put that in there. Put your name in there. And you make this a, a declaration of prayer. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Uh, but in, just in case we don't mention it next week, I wanted to mention it to you now. That is crucial. That is crucial. When the, ver when the verses say, no evil will befall thee, say, no evil is going to befall me. Neither shall any plague come near or enter in my dwelling. You can put your address in there too. And you declare that. You just speak that word out and put something behind your words. Don't just say it wimpy, wimpy. Say, no, no evil will befall me. Neither shall any plague come near my dwelling. I declare it in the name of Jesus. I declare I speak the word of God in the atmosphere. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You put something behind that hallelujah all right now let's go again in verse number 9 and 10 through 11 uh, and rather through number 12 and we're going to recap just a tiny bit then we're going to go on further today it says because thou hast made the lord which is my refuge even the most high thy habitation there shall no evil befall thee neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling verse 11 for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways they shall bear thee up in their hands lest thou dash thy foot against a stone now just want to make sure that everybody's on the same page Remember that God has ordered, the word charge there means to order. God has ordered his angels to guard and watch over you. Also to release a divine word into your life when needed. These are angels visible and invisible. Go back and, and, really, and really hear uh, the rest of that. Now, some of them will be involved in your life more than others. Of course, in times of dangers, uh, real dangers, you, do, you don't need the human kind. You need the supernatural kind to, uh, to assist you. Now, notice that the Bible says again, it says, you won't even trip. Now, we can, we can see this on surface level for that verse. You won't even trip or injure yourself on the smallest things. Remember the scripture says, uh, they will bear you up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. If we just take that verse on surface level, that means that the angels will, will be involved so that you don't even trip on the smallest things and injure, in, uh, and uh, temporarily uh, injure yourself. I'm not sure uh, when that would play out, but they can take physical form when the need arises uh, and... Uh, and uh, lift you up so that you don't fall over that. If we just look at that on uh, surface level. And of course, as the Lord was showing this to me, the first thing I began to think about was uh, some sort of horror movie. You know, when people are running away, what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen. The monsters are on, on their trail and somebody's going to fall. I don't know if that's some sort of general rule in the filmmakers convention or something. If you have to, if you have a scary movie and they're running, somebody in the group has to fall and somebody has to go back and get them. And then they I don't know. It's crazy. But that's the thought that, that comes to me. You know, so when you're, when you're walking about and you're going, uh, should the need arise for something like that to happen, well, the angels will bear you up in, your, in their hands, at least you dash your foot against a stone, or at least 
at least you fall. If perhaps you would fall, so they would just keep you on your feet and keep you going, keep you going. But of course, we know that there is a deeper understanding in that verse too. Now, they will also give you a word, a word uh, in season, which will empower you and equip you uh, to, which will empower you and equip you with, uh, with a word from the Lord, with a word from the Lord. All right. So we know that in, in, the, in the right word in, um, in a dangerous time, I'm telling you, just a right word. The scripture says it's like, a, it's like apples of gold. It's like apples of gold, a right now, right on time word can really bring deliverance and healing in your life. Amen. All right. So we've got to examine ourselves and make sure that we are walking in the walking in the way that the Father wants us to walk. We've got to make sure that we repent of all sins. Uh, just confess them before the Lord so that we may be ready to move forward as the Lord tells us. Now, Jesus has, is giving us our marching out, um, our marching orders. I told you this uh, a few weeks ago that after this thing was over, we're going to have to go out. And uh, when we go out, we're going out with, uh, with power, with great power and authority. Uh, so again, the Lord is sending us out with a word. These angels will give us a word. Now, again, there are human angels, and the word angel meaning messenger. Just give me a minute. Hallelujah. Uh, the the uh, the human angel, or rather the word angel means messenger, and so God can use people to give you a message from on high, a message from the Lord, give you a word from the Lord that will elevate you over, uh, over the stones in your life, that will elevate you, stop you from tripping, stop you from tripping over the word of God, stop you from tripping in disobedience uh, to the word, uh, just elevate you. There's a word that will elevate you over those things and keep you on track track. Amen. Amen. All right. For more on that, go back. Verse 13 says, uh, again, thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and dragon shalt thou trample under feet. So we talked about that last week, how uh, the lion represents uh, fear and intimidation, fear and intimidation and false authority and how the, the serpent or the adder, in this case, the adder and the, and the dragon represents some type of deception. Well, you're going to tread upon them. You're going to tread, which means to march forth upon them, and you're going to trample over them, which means trample means to really you're marching and you're stomping on them. You're stomping on them. And you're destroying their power. Again, how are we going to do that? This is supernatural. God's going to give you either a word to say, uh, maybe a prayer uh, to pray with, with someone, a word of hope. So wherever the devil has done something, and there's a lot of darkness in this land, you're going to go forth as an army of light. Now, hear this word prophetically. I've already begin, beginning, um, beginning to experience this. You're going to go forth prophetically and march on the enemy. Now, let me tell you some ways this is already manifesting, manifesting in my life. I've heard about several individuals in the hospital uh, and, and several individuals that have had this disease, this, this virus thing. And I prayed over them and one man that's in California and his family may be watching now and uh, he's being, beginning to recover after the doctors have said all this sort of bad stuff. And uh, I've also talked to a few other people that were very hopeless. And so this will happen with you and you fill them with faith. Let the word of God come forth from your mouth and fill that person with faith. And that crushes what the enemy is doing. They were hopeless. They were afraid. But you fill them with faith and that faith crushes the work of the enemy. 
Does that make sense? So we're going to go forth. God will give you words to say uh, you will even lay hands on the sick when appropriate and you will see them recover. He will give you divine knowings and discernment. So we talked about the gifts of the spirit and the fruit of the spirit that will be highly activated in your life, highly active in your life. And one of the things that God is going to use more so in this hour is the gift of healing. So this is what I need you to pray. I need you to ask the Lord or seek him for the gift of healing. Now, the gift of healing does not always have to operate because you lay your hands on somebody or touch them. The Lord said he, uh, that you will send a word, that he sends a word and heals them and delivers them from their destruction. Uh, the Lord Jesus, when the centurion servant came to Jesus... Some of you remember that account. Uh, the, the, centurion, the centurion said to Jesus, you don't have to come to my house, but what? Speak the word only and my servant will be healed. Well, you will speak words with faith and words rooted in faith and faith filled words over a situation. And you will see you will see healing begin to manifest, not just over virus, but but over other things. Uh, also, there are other other conditions that people are going through now that have more to do than just with a virus. Hallelujah. Marriages are failing and and people are unemployed and they can't get money. Well, here again, you will speak a word of healing. You will speak a word of deliverance. You will speak a word of faith. You'll find that the word of God will just will just well up in you, just well up in you, and you'll find yourself just speaking a word. You may say it sometimes, I don't know why, why I'm saying this, but this is what I feel the Lord telling me to tell you. And this will happen as you just submit yourself to the Lord. Submit yourself to God. James, the fourth chapter says, submit yourselves therefore unto God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. Well, here again, you as the Lord's ambassadors in this time, this is going to happen. We're living in the last days. These are some supernatural times. Now, if you want to see more examples of that, just look at the life of Jesus. That's exactly what he did. And he told you and I, he said, the works that I do shall you do also and greater works than these shall you do because I go into the Father. Now you say, well, that, may, that seems fantastic. It really does. That seems, it seems incredible. But it's true. If this is true, I'm telling you, this is what the Lord has in store for his church to rise up in power in these last days. These will be the hallmarks of revival. These will be the hallmarks of revival. So every child of God ought to seek the face of God. Ought to, we ought to be in the position right now where we're laying before the Lord, seeking his presence, uh, repenting of all sin. Uh, we're casting ourselves before him laying before him, submitting our lives unto him. Hallelujah. This is our position because the greater your submission, I'm telling you, the greater your submission to the Lord, the more power will flow. Now, notice I did not tell you to go on a rampage to get sin out of your life. No, no. Getting sin out of your, uh, of your life is the result of that prayer, is the result of you submitting to God. Hallelujah. You don't get, a, get sin out of your life just by beating, beating sin, saying, I'm not going to do this, I'm not going to do that. That's faulty. That's what the devil wants you to do. No, don't waste your time trying to get sin out, but put your time trying to get the Lord in, submitting your life unto him. The Bible says in Romans, the 12th chapter, uh, the Bible says there, uh, let's go ahead and get that. I want to get that. Hallelujah. Romans 12 in verse number one. I want to show this to you and uh, you'll find it on your screen just shortly. Uh, Romans 12 verse number one. Let me get in my Bible. Praise God. 
Romans 12 verse 1 says, I beseech you therefore God, or rather I beseech, I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, unto God, which is your reasonable service. And it says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So we're going to have to submit ourselves to God. We're going to have to present ourselves to him. And that's what you're doing. You just present who you are. You just present who you are to the Lord. Um, Lord, you just present, somebody's hearing this, just present who you are. Present the sin, present the darkness, present before the Lord, present your um, addictions to pornography, per, uh, present your, um, your other addictions, habits, drugs, or whatever it is. You present them all before the Lord. You give your whole self to him. You know, that's the, if, if my God, I, I see this now. That's the key uh, for people getting well in the doctor's office. Hear me. That's the key for people getting well in the doctor's office. They go in and they present their entire problem to the doctor. They say, doctor, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I'm having. Now, if you go into the doctor's office and you begin to lie and tell him, well, I'm all right. I'm all right. Well, if I were a doctor, I would, I would say, well, why in the world did you come in here then if you're feeling fine? You came here because of something, so present all your symptoms. Hallelujah. Present all your symptoms. And this is what you're going to have to do uh, unto the Lord. Present everything that you have. Present all that you are to him and lay before him. Lay it down before him. And, and you repent of them and ask the Lord to cleanse you and ask him to wash you of that thing. Hallelujah. And the spirit of God goes to work on the inside of you. He begins to work on the inside of you. And you'll realize that after a while. I'm not sure how long the while may be, maybe a few hours, a few days, or maybe a week. I don't know. But after, after a while, as you continue to submit yourself to him, submit your life to him, he begins to work all of that out of you. He begins to work all of that darkness out of you. But that comes as a result of your submission to him. So submit yourself to him. Don't listen to the devil. Don't listen to him telling you, oh, you're no good, and God don't want you. No ignore all of those words and just continue to submit yourself to him focus your attention on giving all of you to all of him hallelujah and when you do that I'm telling you the power of God is sure to flow in your life like never before people around you need to hear Jesus they need to hear the voice of God and you are the one that God has chosen how do I know that because you're listening right now you're watching right now and God gave me this word to tell you that you are God's choice uh, you are God's chosen stop looking at your Yourself, thinking about your education or thinking about uh, the sin that you committed and, and this and that and the other. Don't look at that. Look at what God has said about you. You are God's chosen and he is going to use you. As a matter of fact, he's using you right now to speak words in season. But I'm telling you, the only thing that would hinder this is your submission to him or your lack of submission to him. Not your sin. Hear me. Not your sin. Your 
sin is not limiting God. It's your lack of submission to him. Lay yourself before him. Jesus has already defeated sin upon the cross. Sin is no longer a problem to him. His blood has washed it all away. Glory to God. Sin is not the problem. Hallelujah. It's your lack of submission to him. Lay before him. And if you say, well, I try to pray, but I, I just can't do it. I just keep on going. Keep on doing. Keep on doing. Whatever you can do, keep on doing. Keep on doing. Keep on doing. And I'm telling you, in that, you will find that God will empower you to pray. He will empower you to read his word. He will empower you. He will empower you to do. All you got to do is start walking in that direction. All you got to do, I'm telling you, is start walking in that direction. Just make an attempt. What did the Bible say? The Bible says, draw nigh unto God, and he will draw nigh unto you. Just start moving in that direction, and you will find the power of God. You will find the, the strength of God right there to empower you to do this because this is God's will for your life. You are a world changer. Hallelujah. You are a deliverer. You are an ambassador of Christ. And I'm telling you now that God will use you mightily, not only in the world, but also in your own family to speak a word prophetically. And please hear me. Don't worry about their reactions. You just say it you just said you just speak it why am I saying this because listen embarrassment will sting for a moment but regret will last a lifetime can last a lifetime so as you submit yourself to the Lord don't worry about saying well Lord should I say this or should I say this if you're having that conversation with yourself if you fight if if you can fight against it and win it then it wasn't God because, I mean, you're strong and all, but you're not stronger than him. And as you submit yourself to him, hallelujah, he's always going to win. Hallelujah. He's all because he loves you. He loves you. And he doesn't want you to go around in regret. So he's going to make sure that you know that this is a word from him and this is what you need to do. Hallelujah. But if you can battle with the word, if you can battle with it and you win and you don't say it, then chances are it was not not him or it was not time that you said it or did it at that moment maybe he's giving you a word uh, before time so that you can release it at another time but again I'm of the opinion and no I know I know from experience hallelujah if he wants you to say it you'll say it hallelujah if he wants you to go there you will end up going there if he has to send a big fish to get you he will you will and what an uber whale hallelujah if he has to call one for you you'll go over there and do it why because he knows that you love him and he knows that your heart is to do his will for your life God knows that God knows that but here again this is what I need you to do don't focus on sin. Don't focus on your inability. Don't focus on the, here again, just like children of Israel at the edge of the promised land, what do they do? They start looking at themselves. God says, stop looking at you. 
You don't see the whole picture. Stop looking at you. Look to him. You are God's choice for this hour. It's you. So all you need to say is, yes, Lord, amen. I receive that. Now empower me to do your will. I release my life into your hands. Just like Mary, the mother of Jesus, declared, behold, the handmaiden of the Lord, or behold, the servant of the Lord, be it done unto me, even according to your word. I'm telling you, that's what we need in this hour. It's not how holy you've been or how much Bible you know or, or how much scripture you have memorized. I'm telling you, this is the hour of submission to the Lord. And as you submit to him, he will empower you. He'll give you everything else that you need. He'll give you the connections you need. He'll give you a hunger for his word. I mean, man, you get in that Bible, you can't put that thing down. He'll give you a hunger and a desire for him to give Get into prayer. Hallelujah. He'll give that to you. But what's needed most is a submitted church. It's a submitted church. Those that aren't fake and, and phony and hypocriting around saying this but doing that. God said, I'm looking for a submitted church. God will equip you. He will equip you. He will equip you. But stop looking at your ability. Stop looking at your inability and see the Lord. Submit your whole self over to him and I'm telling you he will use you in supernatural ways ways that that you never even thought possible why because the need is so great the need is so great I'm telling you the need is so great glory to God in the highest wow I pray that you got that glory to God that's not in my notes that's right here from glory speaking to you. Now hear this. You're the one. Just go ahead and say it. I am. God's calling you. Just say it. He's calling me. He's calling me. Hallelujah. And somebody will say, well, why me? Well, why not you? <laughs> why, why not you? You're watching this now. You're listening to this now because you've been chosen. And as a quote-unquote angel, I'm giving you a message. Remember the word angel means messenger. I'm giving you a message from the Father to you. This is what Father God, this is what our Father is want, wants me to relate to you now by the power of his Spirit. You're being called. Hallelujah. And you have been called. Hallelujah. And your first calling is that to submission, submitting your lives unto to him but once again look away from your inability or your ability or sin stop being distracted by all of that stop being distracted by how much money you have or don't have and and stop being distracted by you you're missing it God says I got everything you need just submit to me just do that Lay it all down before him. Lay it all down before him. I, 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 I dare you to get up the next uh, next morning or even right where you are. Get on your knees, hallelujah, or lay out before the Lord and say, Lord, I give all of my life to you. I submit all to you. I surrender all to you. Husband, wife, children, I surrender it all to you. All my family, money, houses, land, I submit it all to you. Nothing is mine. I declare all of it is yours. The earth is the Lord's and the full 
fullness thereof. I lay before you, Lord. I declare it all is yours. It's all yours. Use me, Lord, for your glory. Use me, Lord, for your glory. Use me for your glory. And I tell you, you begin to pray like that and cry out before the Lord like that. And let me tell you, sin, you'll find out sin will no longer be the issue. Hallelujah. You'll no longer need to cry out, oh, the devil's in my car, the devil this and the devil's that, the devil in my children. Uh, 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 uh. That joker will be trying to run away from you. Why? Because you're bringing the glory of God into the earth. Hallelujah. You're bringing the glory into the earth. And that's what the people need. They need a manifestation of the kingdom of God. They need a manifestation of the power and presence of God. Hallelujah. They need to see the real Jesus in manifestation. They need to see the real Jesus in manifestation. They need to see Christ in the earth, a real Christian in the earth, a real follower of Christ in the earth. And I would say with the real church of Jesus Christ, please stand up. Please come forth in the name of Jesus. We're living in an hour and a time that many of those who, are, who say they're following Christ or, or they're at home and they're scared and they're terrified. They're petrified and they have been basically neutered and now ineffective because of fear. But you hear the voice of God. You hear God and God is saying, I'm, I'm getting ready to release revival in the land, a fresh fire in the land. There is fire. There's a fire of God that he's releasing in the land and he will release it in the land through his people, through his people, through prophetic utterances, through gifts of healing. Through, uh, through words and, and, and through scripture verses, through your posts uh, on your Facebook, uh, through videos that you put out, God will release a word. He will release a word through telephone calls. Uh, in, in the checkout counters at the store, the presence of God will be radiating from you, radiating from you. What God needs now is not someone who's fighting the war on sin because that doesn't exist. Jesus has has already won the battle. He's already won the war on sin. It's been forgiven. He wants people now that will submit and fully surrender to him. Fully surrender to him. He doesn't want a church that, that has a form but has no power. He needs a church that has the power radiating through him and that power comes through your submission and you presenting yourself before the Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. I'm thankful that you're there right now and as you are listening I'm telling you you're the one that God has chosen you're the one now don't, again you don't have to worry about well how this and and how that you don't have to worry about any of that your focus is on submission well, how am I going to get a word? You don't have to worry about any of that. Your focus is on submission because an apple tree doesn't have to worry about how it's going to make apples. It just does it. It just does it. God knows you. He designed you. He designed you for this hour. He designed you for this hour. Your mama got pregnant with you for this hour. You are alive today for this hour. And you were created to carry his presence. So therefore, again, in verse number 13, the Lord said, you will, thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder. The young lion 
and the dragon shall you trample under feet. What God needs more most now is your submission, not your ability, not your education. Hallelujah. Not your education. He needs your submission. Give your life to him. I'm telling you, oh, my God, glory to the Lamb of God. Give your life to him. So as you go forth, hallelujah, as you go forth, you will be crushing the head of the enemy. You'll be dominating. Dominating. Why? Because he is with you. Let's go on just a little bit further today because he's with you. So you're going to have to declare even the words of, we talked about Luke 10, 19 last week. Let's look over that one more time. Luke 10, 19. And it says this, behold, I give unto you power. Remember, so you have to say, behold, I have been given power. You get me? Behold, I have been given power, but we'll, we'll read the verse. But you know now how to put your name in it and how to declare that over your life. Okay. It says, behold, I have given unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So you would say something like, I have received power to tread or crush serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing by no means in no way will any way in any way harm or hurt me are you are you with me you're gonna have to declare that word boldly and declare it boldly because listen either Jesus is telling the truth or he's lying I believe that the Lord is truth he's telling truth so as I speak truth you'll find that truth is manifesting glory to God Hallelujah. Now, again, we are living in this verse right now. We're living and we are living. This is the moment. Maybe that's why we're taking two weeks on this one verse. My God, we are living in this verse. We're living in Psalm 91 verse. Uh, was it verse 13? We're living there. We're, we're living. We are living in Luke 10, 19, the verses that we just quoted, where you will go forth with power and great authority. Again, the Lord is not looking for someone that's, that's, that's waging a war on sin. I'm going to stop smoking. I'm going to do drugs. I promise you, God. I'm going to stop gambling. I promise you, God. I'm going to stop ho-hopping. I promise you, God. I'm not going to do this anymore. No, but it, listen, you missed the boat altogether. All of your eggs are over there. And guess what? The more you focus on not sinning, you know what you do? Sin. The more you focus on stop doing this, the more you not only will you eventually do it, but you desire to do it even more because you're turning your attention and focus on. And whatever you focus on, get stronger. Hear that? Whatever you focus on, get stronger. So the more you focus on not doing this and not doing that, you're going to make yourself want to do it more and you'll end up doing it more. Well, yeah, sometimes you may have a streak and, and you, you won't do it for two days or three days or maybe even a week, maybe even a month, but you know it's still there. And sooner or later, when you get at a lowest point or a low moment, things go bad one day or this day or that day. Some bad news happens, something incredibly bad, or maybe even something incredibly good. I mean, you'll, you'll back up a little bit, but then you'll find yourself doing it once again. Why? Because you were never fully delivered from it. You were never fully delivered. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you, don't focus on not doing Focus on doing. Focus on submission. 
That's all you got to do. Focus on your submission. Glory to God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. All right. We're not going to. Let's let's read verse 14 and then we'll close out for today. My God, I think next time when we're together, we'll go ahead and um, and go into verse verse number 14. My God, I feel like I keep touching the top of my head. I'm not trying to chew gum and walk at the same time. I keep feeling right now that someone is touching the top of my head. I, I keep feeling that. So I'm like, what, there's something on my head, Lord. There's something on my head. That's why, that's why I keep doing that. Like, Lord, there's something there. I keep feeling that. Glory to God. Lord, I believe it's your hand, hallelujah, upon me at this hour and at this moment to declare the word of God to you. I'm I'm telling you, we could go. I've had several supernatural experiences uh, that I can tell you about just just recently. Just let me just tell you just for a second. Let me let me just tell you. One morning, hallelujah, after I'd gotten up before the Lord and I, I labored, labored before the Lord in, in prayer. And oh, let me tell you this, too. The Lord really loves for you to sing to him. The Lord really loves for you to sing to him. You say, but I don't have a pretty voice. How do you know that? Well, I don't sound like so-and-so. There you go again. Why are you comparing yourself to someone else? Your voice is beautiful. More, I mean, it is extremely desirable to God. He loves to hear you sing. He loves to talk to you. He loves for you to be in his presence. Hallelujah. Stop comparing yourself to someone else. That If God wanted to hear their voice in your house, he would tell them to come over. He wants to hear your voice. So as I began just to sing before the Lord and just I'm just praying in the spirit and just singing before the Lord, just praying and, and just singing. I feel the presence of the Lord and just have a wonderful prayer time with him. Just have a wonderful time of communion. Well, I eventually get back to bed and uh, my lovely wife has already gotten up and she started her day. And sometime in there uh, while she's in the next room, I felt I was asleep, but I felt someone come over and kiss me on the cheek. Kissed me on the cheek. And uh, I woke up and, uh, you know, I said, honey, was, did you just come here? Was that you? She said, no. No, I didn't do it. Well, it was the presence of the Lord. It was the Lord. It was the Lord kissing. It was the Lord kissing me. It was the Lord showing me his favor and his kindness. He knows what I need. Glory to God. He knows what I need. Hallelujah. Now, of course. Any type of experience I have, I'm going to qualify it with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. Lord, is this of you or is this something else? Hallelujah. That's just the time and hour that we're living in now. Hallelujah. But as I qualify with the Spirit, I know that that was him, that that was the Lord. Hallelujah. And, and I've had many other experiences like that, of the Lord wrapping his arms around me. I've had many dreams, and even one time in prayer, as I was laying before the Lord, prostrate. Uh, but before the Lord, I saw the Lord's feet in front of me. Hallelujah. And I freaked out. I'm telling you, I saw his feet. Oh, my God. This is clear as I'm seeing this floor right now. I saw the Lord's feet and his sandals as I was lifting my eyes up. And a holy fear, a holy terror struck my heart. I said, no, 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 no. And then, zoom, it vanished immediately. And years gone by, and I wonder, Lord, why did I keep saying no, 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 instead of yes, 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 yes. I didn't mean to make you want to go. I didn't mean to make you go away. But he quieted my spirit and let me know, no, I, he showed me exactly what I needed to see. My nose or my fear didn't make him go away. Because even when he came and showed himself or revealed himself to his, to his disciples, he said to them, peace be unto you. 
Why do you say that? Because they had a holy terror. When you see absolute power, absolute power, power in front of you my god as john uh, john the revelator said in revelation he fell before the lord like a dead man absolute power we can't handle it except he say peace except he say peace be unto you we can't handle it man it's too much power except he equip us and prepare us to be in his presence you can't handle it i'm not sure i don't care how holy you think that you are this is god Hallelujah. So that was my reaction. Oh, and poof, he showed me exactly what I needed to see. The feet of the Lord, his journey, his feet representing journey and, and the walk that I would take, the walk that I would take with him, how I would journey with him. Hallelujah. How I would journey with him. Now that happened, I believe, when I was about 20 years old, 20 or 21 years old. And I'm a lot older than that now, as you can tell. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I still remember it like it was yesterday. Glory to God. So let's read verse 14. And then we're going to close out today. I think that you receive the word from the Lord. And it says, because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high because he have known my name. And we're going to stop it there today. There's so much there that is phenomenal. And I look forward to getting in that verse with you on next time, the Lord willing. My goodness, how many parts are we going to have to this series? I don't know, but we're going to just follow the leading of the Holy Spirit. Now, let me pray with you today. Let me pray with you. Let me pray with you. My God, I was looking for my oil. I would love to anoint you with oil right now. So if you can, take a moment and pause this recording and, uh, and get some oil. If you have some olive oil in your home, those of you that, those of you that are members at Kingdom Rock, I've already given you oils uh, for your home, olive oil. I want you to anoint yourself. I don't care what kind of oil you got. We're going to do it by faith. If you don't have any oil, then get some water and just... Um, you're going to anoint yourself. The, the word anoint means to smear. So just smear the little, little water or oil on your forehead right now. Just go ahead and smear it on you. In Jesus' name, now the oil in Scripture, uh, using a wide variety of applications. Uh, one, of course, was for healing. Uh, the Lord, he tells us also in the book of James, let those who are, that are sick, let them call upon the elders of the church who will anoint them with oil. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise them up. So oil is used also in healing, <clears throat> but oil is also used in commissioning. As, the, as, the, uh, as Samuel went to uh, Jesse's house to anoint the next king, to anoint David as king, he carried his horn of oil. He carried his oil, and eventually when David came, he anointed David. He poured that oil on him, smeared that oil on him. So oil is used for commissioning as well. And this is what I need to do right now by the Spirit of God. I need to commission you. Uh, I need to commission you <clears throat> to do this work. Now, again, don't look at yourself. You're looking in the wrong place. Look at the Lord. Look at him. Just receive. Now, don't get into a tug of war with the devil saying, why would God call you? You're not this and you're not that. Don't get in a tug of war. God didn't choose you because you were holy, righteous. He chose you. Because he chose you. You are chosen of him. So just accept it. Accept that God knows more than you do. I know that's a stretch for some people, but accept it. 
accept that God has a greater view of you than you do. Just accept it. All right. All right. <clears throat> have you go? Have you have you anointed yourself with oil? All right. Well, here we go. Let's pray. Father, in Jesus name, I bring to you, you, your beloved. Uh, they have anointed themselves with oil. And Lord, I pray right now that your hand be upon them for this work, for this assignment that you have for them. Lord, I thank you that you will equip them. You will equip the faithful. And Lord, I declare your word that your grace is sufficient for them, for your strength is made perfect in their weakness. So Father, I pray right now a fresh anointing and a commissioning right here on this video, right here on this audio, a commissioning, a commissioning to go forth, a commissioning to operate in the power of the Spirit, a commissioning to lay hands on the sick and the sick shall recover, a commissioning to cast out devils and demons, a commissioning to speak the words of God, a commissioning to bring hope where there is depression, doom, and gloom, to bring joy and laughter, to bring the Spirit of God to bring heaven in the earth lord let your let your kingdom come that your will be done in earth as it is in heaven father we commission them in the name of jesus by the power of the name of jesus and by the power of his shed blood upon the cross i declare right now commissioned commission commission to destroy the works of the enemy commission 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 to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing things shall by any means hurt you I declare this I decree this in the name of Jesus you shall tread upon the lion and the adder the young lion and dragon are you now commissioned to trample under feet in the name of Jesus you are now commissioned by the power and the authority of Christ I declare now rest upon you in the name of Jesus be it done, be it done unto you in Jesus mighty name glory to the Lamb of God forever. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, you say, well, I don't feel anything. It's not about feeling. You've gone too long about your feelings. It's about faith is what you believe. Hold on to what is truth and you will see truth manifested in your life. Glory to God. Woo. I'm so thankful that you joined me today. Our time is gone, and I pray that it was beneficial and fruitful for you. Glory to God. And if you're watching us on by way of YouTube, go ahead and like this video if it spoke to you. Leave a comment in the comment area if you would like. Hallelujah. Subscribe to this channel if you haven't already done so and click the bell button so that you may receive the next notification. Uh, the next notification is when we have uploaded another video. Remember, Thursday nights, we are here still talking about peace in the storm. Make sure that you get your daily dose of that or your weekly dose of that that and I know it's going to bless you I am praying with you I am praying with you we are praying with you Kingdom Rock Church our online community we are covering you with prayer in the name of Jesus I feel like just keep on praying for you now but I assure you I am praying for you I'm covering your households in the precious blood of Jesus and I can declare right now that you are not alone Glory to God. And you're going to make it through this, not even smelling like smoke, and come out in the power of the Spirit. 
Glory to God. Thank you so much for joining us. Hallelujah. Go to the website at kingdomrock.org. If you haven't given, go ahead and do that on the website. Hallelujah. And connect with us. Huh, I'm tired now. Glory to God. I love you guys. And we will see you on next week.